Welcome to the Low-Key High Vibe Podcast. I'm Allie. And I'm Kylie. We're integrative nutrition health coaches who believe in the power of subtle mindset work to help you live your best and happiest life. On this podcast, we'll discuss different ways to make your mindset work for you. We'll talk realistic approaches to incorporate the mindset work into your life and how these small changes can make a big difference. We'll also share some of our favorite mindset practices and probably a few bad jokes. All right, let's get into it. Hi, friends. We are back with the Low-Key High Vibe podcast, and today's episode is Back to Basics. But first, it's time for gratitude. So, Kylie, why don't you tell us- I feel like we should have- Oh, sorry, I interrupted you, but I feel like we should have, like, gratitude music for, like, that segment of the (gasps) show. Like, it's gratitude time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we'll write that on the list. Yep. Maybe next week, maybe five weeks from now. Sorry, I yeah. interrupted you. Please go on. <laughs> That's okay. Kylie, why don't you tell us what you're grateful for? Absolutely, Allie. Uh, today, I am grateful for Sakara recipes. And if you've never heard of Sakara, it's this like 100% plant-based company. Um, they do meal delivery, and then they also have a cookbook and a website full of recipes. And they're just so freaking delicious. Like I've been trying to eat more plant-based for a while. And like this has shown me that it's absolutely so possible and so delicious. And like combinations I never even thought I would enjoy. Like there was dill in my salad dressing today. and It was freaking amazing. So anyways, Sakara recipes are giving me life right now. And I feel very like energized and amazing. So I'm attributing that there. <laughs> I'm also grateful for chocolate, which I have some here next to me. I'm waiting till I like feel like I just had dinner. So, but I got to have something sweet after dinner. So chocolate always. Definitely. And then I'm also grateful for my free three-day e-course on ditch the diets and lose the weight, which is coming up June 1st through 3rd. (laughs) So sneak a little self-promo in there. But if that's something you're interested in and kind of learning how I lost 75 pounds when I stopped listening to conventional wisdom around dieting and weight loss and stuff like that, I am sharing all of that over the course of three days. It'll be live in a Facebook group. Um, If you're interested, we'll link it in the show notes where you can sign up and get access. And I am so excited to share these secrets for free because I struggled for so long with this and finally like feeling released from the the shackles of diets and stuff like that was such a game changer. So I'll be sharing all of that in my free three-day course. Coming up. Awesome. And you said that was a Facebook group, right? Yeah. So if um, you follow the link in the show notes, you'll um, put your information in so you can get all signed up. And then I have a Facebook group that you'll request to join and I'll let everybody in the morning of the live and you can come in, ask your questions and watch me go live, watch the replay. Um, and the replay will stay up for a whole week after. So yeah. Exciting awesome. Stuff. I'm looking forward to it. I have one sign up with Allie now. (laughs) Um, Go ahead. Uh, Allie, why don't you tell me what you are grateful for? Sure. So I am grateful for my daily cat cuddles. I was cuddling one of my cats when we started this episode, and then he didn't feel like sharing and ran away. Sharing is caring, Simon. That's fine. Yeah. Sharing the chair. (laughs) I don't know what else we're sharing. 
everything. Okay. Um, I am thankful that there's a three day weekend coming up. And even though I can't go anywhere, it's just, it's going to be a nice break. And I hope to kind of like refresh and recharge. And I'm also, huh? Self care. <laughs> yes. Do the self care. I'm going to do the self care. <laughs> do it. <laughs> do it. Ooh, maybe I'll paint my nails when we're done recording this actually. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Okay. And then. I'm also think this is a weird one, but there's this house right across the street that's having construction on it. And the construction workers are just so happy and cheerful and they like joke around with each other and they say hi to me when I walk by. And like, it's just, it's like really cheerful. And I'm grateful just to like have them be so nice. And like, I don't know, it's like a good environment. It's like, it's a little bit annoying that they do construction. like early morning and all day but they're like they're good people so like live your life guys it makes up for it um yeah also i feel like that's a call back to last week's episode sorry about the sirens if you can hear them um real life i can't hear them okay good (laughs) we'll put Uh, in the sound effects yeah exactly along with our gratitude i feel like that goes back to our talk last week about how like gratitude is contagious. I feel like happiness is also contagious. So like you're seeing these guys who are just happy, loving life right now. And it's making you happy and love life. And I love hearing that. It's making me happy. Look at that effect on What? Domino effect of happiness. Yes. All right. Would you like to introduce what we're chatting about a little more specifically? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, this is a conversation that Allie and I have had multiple times. It's things that we've learned in our um, health coaching program, but it's really like this idea of taking it back to basics. It, it comes from the fact that we all like really complicate things, like whether it's nutrition, self-care, fitness, um, anything like we make them so complicated, so big and so stressful that like we almost don't want to to do them. Like if you start this fitness regimen or something like that, and you have to work out five days and it feels so daunting and, you know, you you just feel compelled to, but you don't work out at all. So we'll dive a little bit more into that as we go, but it's just, we wanted to take these ideas that can be big and complicated and stressful and really encourage you to bring it back to basics because that's going to help them seem more manageable and they're going to be easily incorporated into your life that way. Yeah. So let's get started with self-care. You love self-care. So yeah, we (laughs) talked about self-care a lot in our first episode. Um, And self-care, I guess when you just think about it as a whole, there's so many things that you can be doing for self-care. And that can get a little bit overwhelming, but to figure out what works for you, you really just want to go back to basics and figure out what makes you happy and what recharges you. So something like calling your mom, call your friend, um, drink some water, make sure to get enough sleep, really things to take care of your mental health. Absolutely. And I think things like sleep and water, they don't like we don't often think about them in terms of self-care, but it really is like hydrating and 
making time to um to get enough sleep those are ways of like allowing yourself to recharge and come back at life stronger and it, like Ali said it's helping your mental health because i mean if you go without like a night without sleep and you're um I lost my train of thought for a second. You go a night without sleep, and then the next day you're not in the right headspace. You're not as productive. You're not as on your game. And it's, you know, this is just the very basic way of, you know, really taking care of yourself. And um, I think we talked about this a little bit like self care, like it has this image of like glamorous pampering and stuff like that, but it really doesn't have to be that difficult. Yeah, that's very true. And another interesting way of self-care that you wouldn't think um, is setting boundaries for yourself. So one thing that I did was at the beginning of quarantine and when COVID-19 really started hitting um, and people were just really focused on the negatives and how many new cases there were and how many deaths, I kind of had to take a step back away from that and say, guys, I know this is really bad, but for my mental health, I can't dwell on it and, you know, think about it all the time every day. So can we please not talk about this here? Um, can you like start a text chain without me if you want to talk about this? Because it's definitely important to talk about, but for my mental health, I need to limit the negativity. And so- it- oh, go ahead. No, they were just very um, supportive of that. And they're like, yeah, of course, like, Cool. No problem. That's that's awesome. And I'm glad you spoke up about it too, because that like speaking up is the act of self-care right there where you mm-hmm. say, this isn't working for me. Can you move it somewhere else? And thankfully you're, you know, have a group of people that love you and care about you. And they're really like, yeah, sure. And um, I mean, this isn't, I mean, as far as like the news goes and checking the negative things too, if taking a break from that could also be self-care. Um, and I definitely like, I I check the news and I like keep up to date and I'm not like ignorant or like ignoring all this stuff. I just need to like limit it, limit it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's like, what are the basics that you need to know? You need to know like where Mm -hmm. you can go, what you need to do when you go there, but being consumed by the news doesn't serve you. you Yeah. I actually, um, with setting boundaries, it's interesting when all of this started, um, you know, both my husband and I, we're working from home and like, you know, that's, we're right in the next room with each other. So it's very easy to kind of get a little bit bored and go say, Hey, what you doing to the other person? And then the other person's in the middle of something. And we had like, you know, where it started like interrupting each other too frequently and it was happening with both of us. So we kind of had to sit down and be like, okay, we need boundaries when it's you time and when it's like, (laughs) when it's okay to come in and talk. Like if we're working on something, we can't do that. So we kind of have like separate office spaces now to make it a little bit easier. Um, And then, so another, (laughs) the other side of the coin there is that as we've gone through with that, we've realized that like having so much like of a division there, is kind of like meant like we aren't spending as much time together. So then we have to make it a point to spend that quality time together and really set aside that time for each other which is another form of self-care, I think, is like really, whether it's, you know, has to be virtual with your friends um, or, you know, like time with loved ones at home, making sure you have that time 
to connect, I think is also a basic way of getting at self-care too. Definitely. I agree. Yeah. I've had to do the same thing um, with my husband and just be like, all right, it's work time. Go away. And then like, all right, now we can hang out. It's all good. I think it happens when two people are um, like working from home or like in the same space and they're not used Mm -hmm. to it. Like so many hours a day. The small space. Yeah. I feel that. There's this, I, there's this woman who walks around our apartment complex. She like walks with stroller and she always talks on the phone. She's very loud when she does it. But I remember hearing her in the beginning of quarantine, like, I don't know how much longer of this I can take. I'm not used to him being home so much. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. But we've all um, had to kind of learn how to deal. Oh, 100%. I want an update on that lady. I, you doing. know what? She saw my dog the other day and she asked me, so maybe I'll ask her how her marriage is going next time. Yes. I think that's totally fair. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's move on. So you mentioned exor- exercise. I can't talk. Um, so let's dive in to getting back to basics with exercise. So... One thing for me that I would say is my main thing of exercise, main way of exercising. What is, there's a word missing. Method of form of exercising. Yeah. My main method form of exercising. (laughs) Method (laughs) form. Is walking. And I love walking because it doesn't really feel like a workout, but it is. Um, and you don't really have to push yourself to like, it's not running. So like you can breathe fine and you can still like talk or listen to music or just admire the outside. Unless you're on a treadmill, then you can admire the inside. I'm getting sidetracked. Um, no, you're on the track. Exercise. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) We, we deliver on that bad joke promise. I was going to say, the there's our bad jokes. <laughs> yeah. um, I agree because, again, it, it's like, you know, self-care everybody thinks is like glamorous pampering and everybody thinks working out is like training for a marathon or killing yourself at the gym or doing these intense workouts. And it really doesn't have to be like you're saying walking is more than enough stretching or like one of the things um, Tom, my husband, and I like to do is have spontaneous dance parties in quarantine. So we've like even made up some funky moves. We're very excited for the next wedding when the world opens back up where we can oh, break out yes. these dance moves. Um, but we like spontaneous dance parties. And sometimes that's my cardio. That's my workout for the day. And that's more mm-hmm. than enough because it's making that effort to get movement in instead of feeling this obligation to work out. And that's why I like to call it movement instead of like exercise or working out because mm-hmm. that's really what it is. It's not pushing yourself past your limits or anything like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And working out or getting movement in at home can be a very overwhelming thought, but it doesn't have to be. You don't need a home gym. You don't need weights. You can do body workouts. You know, there's a a ton on the um, internet. You don't even need that much space to do it. Um, As long as you have about an arm span, you can definitely do some things. Mm -hmm. Um, and even if it's just five or 10 minutes a day, 
that's awesome. You know, you're getting your heart rate up, you're moving your body, moving your muscles. Um, you know what? That's five or 10 minutes that you didn't, you weren't doing before. Cause when you put all this pressure on yourself, like, Oh, I need to at least get a 30 minute workout in, or this isn't going to be worth anything. You're not moving, you know, you're like, I don't have the time for that. I don't feel like putting in 30 minutes. Whereas if you just make an effort to do five or 10 minutes regularly, that's five or 10 minutes you weren't doing before, you know? So Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's a really good point. And you don't have to do it. Don't start out doing it every day you know, do Mm -hmm. it once or twice a week. And when you get comfortable with that, add in another day if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I feel like there's also this like thing that like, oh, get your workout in first thing in the morning. And you know what? Sometimes I need to get my workout in first thing in the morning to get it done. But that doesn't, it doesn't always have to be a morning thing. It's what works for you. And it could change on a day-to-day basis and it could change you know, on a weekly or monthly basis, you really have to kind of like think about what your body wants. You know, like I woke up in a really kind of like grumpy headspace today. I actually turned on a workout video. I got 10 seconds into it and then (laughs) shut it off because I was like, I'm not feeling this. And Mm -hmm. I didn't do a workout today. I walked a little bit, uh, but I didn't do a real workout today. And I'm okay with that because I was listening to my body. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's very important to listen to your body, especially when you're starting out. You're probably going to be sore, and that's good. If you're sore, that means that your muscles are growing. I just made that up, but it sounds like it could be true. It might be. I don't know. Let's let's go with it. Sure. We're not, um, disclaimer, we're not doctors or scientists <laughs> or exercisists. We're just enthusiasts for just, life. Exactly. So... <laughs> Going back um, to a little bit earlier, a few good internet workouts that we found that work for us, and we will post all the links in the show notes. Um, Yoga with Adrian is Mm -hmm. really great yoga for all levels, um, a bunch of different practices. I know she has one that's like for um, like tension in your shoulders and your neck, which I get, or like if you're staring at the computer screen all day. yeah, so check her out. Mm-hmm. Tone it up. Is sorry, there's a really loud train going by. That's okay. I, you good? All right, I'll take over. Tone yep. it up. Um, <laughs> it's one of my favorites, um, and it's more like strength training. They do a lot of like hit too. There's some yoga sculpt in there too, and again, it's kind of pick and choose what works for you. I really don't like doing the hit stuff. I you know sort of like I prefer yoga with Adrian for yoga. Um, but I love doing the the weightlifting stuff because it makes me feel strong and it's not really intense. So definitely worth checking out if you want to lift small dumbbells because that's, it feels good to do that. It feels strong. Um, and then bar three I've done before. Have you done a bar three class? I don't think so. Okay. So bar three is I've done some in studio and then I've also done their at home stuff and their at home stuff is great too. Cause you could do, you could modify it without equipment. Um, you can use a chair as like the bar. And I think a lot of the yoga with Adrian is all on YouTube and I think turn it up in bar three, you have free options as well for trials. So you can give it a try. And then I haven't done core power yoga, but have you Allie? Yes, I've done. Um, they have some free videos. Or like free, yeah, um, videos on their website, which I've done, which I actually like. They're definitely a challenge, but in a good way. 
Uh, and then one more to add to the list is um, the Sculpt Society, and they, I think they do a free trial too. I've been doing that kind of like on and off the past few weeks. And it's a lot of fun because it's like dance, and I'm not a dancer. Like I said, we do spontaneous dance parties, but <laughs> I'm not re- like I'm not good at dancing. I just have fun with it. Um, mm-hmm. So it, yeah, it's like it's got the weights in there. They're intense, maybe about 20 to 30 minutes if you're ready for that. But I think they also have shorter ones too. But yeah. I just really enjoy fun workouts, and I think that fits into that category. Definitely. And I think you you should look forward to your workouts. Yeah. Working out shouldn't be a chore. It should be like self-care. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great way to look at it. And I feel like, like if you're looking forward to it, that's when you're going to do it more, right? If it's something you mm-hmm. dread on a daily basis and you have to pull yourself through it's not going to be something that's sustainable. So you want to move to celebrate your body in a way that feels good for you. Exactly. Find what works for you, which I think is actually uh, Adrian. I was going to say yoga with Adrian's. Um, Adrian's like motto. Oh, find, nice. Or find what feels good. It might be that. one. Of yeah. Yeah. And I think that goes on to the next point pretty well, which is modify if you need. And whether it's because you have an injury and you literally can't do something or you don't enjoy it, like it's okay to modify. I hate burpees with every fiber of my being (laughs) and will not do them. Um, So I modify. I know I do squats and I don't think that, and I don't think I, I know that doesn't do the same thing that burpees do for me, but I enjoy squats and I don't enjoy burpees. So I do that. Yeah. And going back to our point earlier, that's however many squats that you didn't do before. So you're still working out. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Side, I really hate side planks. They like hurt my wrists. And then when you're supposed to like, lift your legs or like lift your hips it's like my body just doesn't physically work that way so I'll either go down to um, like my elbow or I'll just do a regular plank or I'll just take a little break then and that's fine because I'm very comfortable with doing other things and subbing them in yeah and if you take that break come at the next one stronger that you might actually enjoy better yeah exactly and, and another thing. Oh, oh go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, you. I'm going ahead. I'm okay. gonna eat my chocolate. You talk. Yeah. Okay. And another thing is, especially if you're working out in your home, it's okay to modify things because of your surroundings. So, for example, both Kylie and I, <clears throat> Kylie and I, I'm like, who are you? Kylie and I live on the second floor, so we don't really do a lot of jumping. Um, for like jumping jacks or jump squats or jumping Link jacks mm-hmm. or that or burpees mm, so, or burpees yeah that's a good reason yeah. not to do burpees so instead of jumping we'll do something quieter like squats or push-ups or whatever mm-hmm. whatever we can sub in so yeah. don't yeah don't worry about that if you have roommates that you don't want to wake up that you can exercise quietly. That's not a problem. Yeah. Again, make it work for you. I don't want to annoy our downstairs neighbors anymore because we already have a yapping puppy. So then I'm sure <laughs> they're tired of it. 
So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do burpees for them. That is that I'm gonna make that dedication right now. I will not do burpees for my dad. <laughs> You're such a good name. <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah, and then the other thing is we just mentioned a bunch of people who you know instruct classes and you know even you could do it from your home and these are the professionals these are people who have been they make a living doing this and i mean the comparison trap is a whole separate thing but you know when it comes to these people just make sure you're not getting caught in that you know again that's taking it back to basics too and recognizing that this person does this for a living like i think the toner up girls have like amazing bodies but they do that for a living and that's not you know realistic for me to expect after doing this for five weeks and all you know like uh, mm-hmm. am I going in the right direction with this definitely yeah it's literally their jobs to look like that and like when they're doing like 10 push-ups and at the end they're like oh my god I sweated and I'm just like <laughs> like don't compare yourself to them because they probably couldn't do your job. Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing. If you are finding yourself, like whether you can make that distinction or not, if you find yourself in the comparison trap, finding a different person to work out with is going to be a lot more helpful. If you can't get Mm -hmm. over that, you know, like how good they look and you don't feel that yet and you have a hard time working out with somebody when you're so far away from where they are, find somebody else that's going to make you feel good. Because again, like we said, whatever, however you're moving, it's all coming back to what makes you feel good. And that's really taking it back to basics with exercise. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's a very good point. All right. Do you have anything else you want to mention around movement or shall we move on to our next subtopic? Move on. I see what you did there. We can move on. Get ah! <laughs> yeah, I did that on purpose. Kyla's killing it with these jokes. All right, let's um wait, there's a word I'm thinking of. Dance on to the next subject. What did you say? Dance on to the next subject. I'm sure that's not what you were thinking for, but I'm going to dance it. Let's nutrition on to the next subject. Was that subtle enough, do you think? That was very subtle, Allie. I'm I'm impressed. If you want to think about that a little bit more, we can come back to it after. Okay. Um, What's the word? It's not nurture. Nourish. Ah. Let's nourish ourselves with knowledge. Let's make like a banana and split from movement. <laughs> Aren't you okay. glad I didn't say banana? <laughs> I feel like we're going to lose listeners because they're like, okay, these girls have had it with the bad jokes. Or All right, anyways. did we gain more followers? That, you know what? That might be true. You can hear about nutrition and movement from anywhere, but hearing about it with bad jokes we really make a great pair <laughs> and that one's better written down because it's p-e-a-r I got how you. do you like them apples <laughs> now you're on a roll <laughs> and okay, speaking roll. of all of those <laughs> fruits stop. and maybe some vegetables <laughs> that is a nice segue <laughs> to our next point 
which is that with nutrition, you don't have to follow some perfect diet. You don't have to be so regimented. You don't have to take things out uh, that you love, you know? Like I just said, I was eating chocolate a minute ago and I love chocolate and I'm not taking that out of my diet, even though like some people might tell you to if you're, you know, focused on nutrition. Don't do that. Um, But what you can do instead is focus on adding in fruits and vegetables instead of focusing on taking stuff out. And Allie had a really great point about sweet veggies. Yeah. So adding in more sweet veggies to your diet is going to help you cut down on your sugar cravings. So things like, I'm sorry. And okay. Adding in sweet veggies and then also some fruits. So like add in some apples, bananas, um, squashes or peppers. Zucchini can be sweet. Sweet potatoes. That's a good one. Yeah. (laughs) So adding carrots, adding in more sweet veggies will get you that natural sugar and it will help your sugar craving. Um, so you'll cut down on not so good sugars. Absolutely. And I mean, with, I like to say, make a please, yes, please eat list instead of making a do not eat list. Because as soon as you tell yourself that you can't eat something, you want it. I know that I've done that in the past, like no pizza, no ice cream. And then you end up in this like battle with your willpower to not eat the foods that you tell yourself you can't have. And inevitably you break and you give in and then you feel guilty instead of just letting yourself have some of it in the first place. And then you would have been fine. And mm-hmm. yeah. And it just, when you're on your yes, please list, just put the nutrient dense foods on that list and try to make it a point to get some into your meals regularly and start small with this. Don't, you know, completely overhaul and like, bring in all the carol and the spinach in one (laughs) meal because then that might not be enjoyable. Yes. And along with um, what we were talking about with exercise, make small changes in your diets. You're not going to go from eating Pop-Tarts to breakfast to eating, you know, smoothies and kale chips for breakfast every day. Start by implementing one or two new things in your diet and then, you know, work up from there. Absolutely. And take away the fear that comes with some foods. Like I mentioned pizza and ice cream before, and those are, you know, like depending on how you make them, they could be considered healthier, they could not, whatever. But taking away the fear of foods is important because then it's like this, it becomes bigger than it is. And the idea of getting back to basics is to simplify all the steps. So when you take that fear away, it's going to make it a lot easier. Um, I know for a long time I was like afraid of anything that was considered a carb, even if it was a healthy carb, like whole grains or sweet potatoes. And I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, one of the things I was grateful for was all the Sakara recipes and meals. And those are 100% plant-based and they are full of whole grains and plant-based carbs. And I have so much energy and I feel so good lately. And, uh, you know, that's, it, I was missing out for a while because I was afraid of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And you don't want to force yourself to eat something that you don't like, even if it's considered healthy. So if you don't like kale, don't eat kale. If you don't like protein powder, maybe try a few. But if you don't like it, 
don't eat it. If you don't like carrots, everybody likes carrots. I don't know. You see what I'm trying to say though. So for example, (laughs) I don't like eggs, even though I know they would be like such a good um, breakfast and like they're pretty easy to meal prep. They're easy to like freeze or make a lot of different recipes with them, but I don't like eggs. So why don't eat them? And that's okay. I also recently found out that cannellini beans, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but cannellini beans, don't like them. I made a recipe that called for them. was not an enjoyable experience. So I'm not going to do that again. (laughs) And that's the thing too, is like, you know, while you should enjoy the foods that you like and you, you know, shouldn't force yourself to eat them, you can also take the opportunity to learn whether or not you like something because I'd never really had cannellini beans before and trying them helped me learn that that's not something I like. So like Ali said, with protein powder, maybe one doesn't work for you, but you try a few, see if that, you know, you find the one that does work for you. Maybe you don't like kale in a salad, but sauteed with some coconut oil and salt and pepper and a splash of lemon. Pro tip, that's how to do it. Um, but maybe you enjoy kale that way. Um, so also have fun with it because that's, you know, like again, when we talked about being excited to exercise, being excited to be in the kitchen and experiment with food too is a really fun way to go about it. And um, I really do like the point that food should taste good because you're more likely to stick with it if it tastes good. And I remember seeing a couple weeks ago – this person had posted about their morning smoothie and how it doesn't taste good, but this person does it every morning because it was good for this person's body. And I like was kind of like appalled by that because I like you, especially like as a public facing person to try to convince people to eat things that aren't, that don't taste good and like, you know, don't make you feel good because okay maybe it works for her and that's fine but you can't tell everybody to eat something that doesn't taste good just for their body because like I said you're not going to stick with it if you don't enjoy it if you're not having fun with it so just make sure you're enjoying the foods that you eat I also have this thing where like if I didn't really like enjoy my breakfast or enjoy my lunch I feel like I get super snacky and that's because like I didn't Mm -hmm. like it wasn't satisfying in a way beyond hunger and fullness, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, definitely. If, yeah, if you don't like it, like, that's okay. Don't force yourself to eat it because that's not creating a healthy relationship with food. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you also always want to listen to your body. So I personally have a very big sweet tooth. And I found that when I have my oatmeal in the morning, If I put in some dark chocolate and almond butter and bananas, it makes it sweet, which is so good. I highly recommend it. But anyway, um, that also helps satisfy my sweet tooth for the rest of the day because I've kind of gone in those cravings in the morning. I love that. And that's that's why I do smoothies in the morning too. I actually um, switched my protein powder recently. And it doesn't have the same, like, I think the other one I was using had, like, monk fruit sweetener in it. Mm-hmm. And this new one doesn't have any at all. And, like, it, it, it's decent, but I do need that little bit of sweetness. So sometimes I add, like, coconut water or a little bit of honey to kind of give it what it needs. And that's, 
you know, like it does fulfill my sweet cravings for most of the day. And then I, I kind of like put a bookend on it with a little chocolate and peppermint tea after dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I don't not eat any sweet things during the day because I definitely do, but I don't overindulge on them. Because you're giving in to your body's needs. Exactly. Actually, I don't want to say giving in because I feel like that implies there was some sort of battle there. Right. You're honoring. gifting your body, honoring your body with giving. what it needs. <laughs> like yeah. That. Oh. Um. So how would somebody go about taking it back to basics in these areas of their life? Like, cause we just dumped a lot of information on people about how to take it back to basics with self-care movement and nutrition. So mm-hmm. what do they do to get back to basics, Allie? Yeah. So start with one or two things, whatever you want to do, that seems easy. Honestly, go for the low hanging fruit. Do what works for you. When I started quote unquote, being more healthy, you know, I started going for walks and just being more mindful of what I was eating and if I was really hungry or not and drinking more water. And that's all I did for a while until I felt comfortable with those and I was ready to try something new. I love that you said like, quote unquote, getting more healthy because like the definition of healthy is so like broad and it looks different mm-hmm. for everybody. So that's like, that's Allie getting healthy. And if you hear those phrase on like, a fr- that, blah, 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 that phrase on like, mm-hmm. what is healthy, you have to stop and ask yourself, is that healthy for you too? Does that work mm-hmm. for you? And I think that's a, a part of this. Um, and Something else that can help is an accountability buddy, like Allie and I. Um, I feel like it was last year, maybe around this time, we were like making smoothies or oatmeal bowls every morning and like posting and sharing and we like took turns like doing that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then sometimes like if I need a little bit of motivation to get my workout in, I'll like text Allie like, hey, will you get up and do a workout on the Tone It Up app with me? And like now, like I know she's getting up waiting for me and she knows I'm getting up waiting <laughs> for her. So like we stick to it, you know, because we have that accountability. Mm-hmm. Or like we used to cook a lot together. So sometimes I'll text Kylie and just be like, hey, I need a fun, easy recipe. Like, what have you been cooking lately? Let me tell you. <laughs> Everything. Yes. It's funny. I go through phases in the kitchen where it's like, I'm so excited to be in there. And then I'm like, so uninspired other times. But when you Mm -hmm. have a good recipe, it's like inspiring to be in there. Yes, I definitely have my go-tos. One of my favorite games at work we used to play, my coworkers would like, give me an an ingredient or a cuisine. And then I would go find a recipe for them. And it was just like, it was fun. (laughs) I love that. Okay. For Tom's birthday, we did um, like the week leading up to it, we did different like cuisines every night. So we had oh. fun like cooking like, you know, seafood night or Mexican food night. Um, have fun with cooking. That's another way yeah. to take it back to basics. Definitely. Um, make it part of your routine. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a morning routine or an evening routine. Um, I know, Kylie, on the, our last podcast, you mentioned that um, – when you were eating lunches, you were listening to a podcast. Mm-hmm. So you can really kind of slow down and just be very mindful of what you're eating. And that's a routine for you. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's I just very... explained how you eat your lunches. So you Ali explained it to me. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, absolutely. Like it's it's a mindful thing that I like make the conscious effort to do. And I think that that's like any of these things, whatever, you know, one or two you pick to start with, it's making that like conscious effort to do that and put the effort in whenever it works for you. Mm-hmm. And definitely, if that, you know, if you can't remember to do it, schedule it into your calendar. Like um, the, um, my husband and I are doing this like, um, Coursera happiness course from Yale. It was like really big a few weeks ago. And that's when we signed up, but we make it a point to schedule it in every weekend. So we know to do it and it doesn't like fall off our radar. Sometimes it doesn't yeah. work though, but we try. Most of the time but it works. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I've had, especially during quarantine and when I was furloughed and now I'm not furloughed, um, putting everything in a calendar and just making sure that it's all there visually has been very helpful for me. So I actually created a quarantine calendar and then a to-do list to go with it. And I have made that public to all of my friends, which is everybody because I'm friends with everybody. So we will put the link in the show notes, but please feel free to download the calendar and use it and let us meet us know if it's helpful. Absolutely. I've downloaded Ally's calendar and it's really helpful. I was just telling her the other day that I was like, feel like I need to get more organized with myself. So I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to revisit that calendar. So mm-hmm. very helpful. Um, and <clears throat> I also like picking an affirmation. I have like a bunch of post-its on my wall in front of me that kind of just like put me in that headspace of what I want to be and why I want to do these things, you know, whether it's getting inspired to cook in the kitchen or, you know, finding some way to move, even if it's a walk or something like that. Like my current mantra is 30 flirty and thriving because I'm fastly approaching my 30th birthday, but you know, also things like what else do I have on my wall? Like, I don't know. I think things are always working out for me. I trust my body. I listen to my body. Things like that that, you know, like remind you of what you're working towards and to go easy on yourself and to take it back to basics. Like another one could be, you know, as long as I start simple, I can reach my goals or whatever works for you. Definitely. Reach for the stars. Reach for the moon. What is it? Reach for the moon, because even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. Oh, I thought you were quoting Buzz Lightyear at first. Reach for the stars. Oh, wait, is that Woody? I can't remember. No. no. Well, Buzz is an astronaut. He is. Alien? He's an astronaut, I think. I'm going to okay. have to go watch Toy Story again after this. I know, same. Yeah. Cool. Let's end this quickly so we can go watch Toy Story. Yes, I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> um, the other one that we didn't mention is... If you're struggling to apply these to your life, you could get a health coach. <laughs> That's a, uh, where can they find a health coach, Kylie? Well, Allie and I are both health coaches. We, we do different uh-huh. things, though. Um, so like if you're looking for more of getting back to basics when it comes to 
like losing weight and doing it without the struggle. I think I mentioned, I did mention in the beginning, my like ditch the diets approach. Mm -hmm. If you want to lose the weight without the struggle and incorporate all of these things into your routine with that end goal in mind, I'm your girl to help you. And I will link that in the show notes. And Allie, how do you help people? I come at it with a mindset and kind of a mental health, um, way of looking at it just because that's what my journey was like. I wasn't really focused on weight loss. I was just focused on feeling better and knowing what works for me and not feeling so overwhelmed with, you know, healthy things and what I should be doing and what I should be eating. And yeah, it was all like my nutrition journey was very much connected to my mental health journey. And I think, you know, that's where my strengths lie in coaching others around that. Absolutely. She's the the person for that. So if that is something that you want help with as kind of figuring out healthy as it relates to your mental health, Allie is your girl and we will link that in the show notes too. Yeah. So we hope that you go and watch Toy Story after this. (laughs) (laughs) Not sponsored. But Toy Story, guys, what if you're listening? (laughs) What if you're listening? Um, Yeah, next week we're going to do a full recap of the movie. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Next week we'll probably forget that we were talking about Toy Story. We're going to do a a live reenactment. (laughs) Yes. Which one do you want to be, Buddy or Woods? (laughs) Can we just, first of all, you said Buddy or Woods? Buddy or Woods? Everybody? Oh my god, I've lost it at this point in the evening. I'll be Buddy the Elf and you be Woody. And we'll be the normal. Yes. <laughs> All right. So the first time Allie and I tried to record this, because we did have another attempt at doing this with like a morning mindset show, we were both running on very little sleep trying to do this at 7 30 in the morning if you're interested. Actually, we should post this on the low-key high vibe uh, Instagram, the blooper reel. Yeah. Because it's just too funny. We'll, we'll do that this week. Um, but yeah, so if you go to that page, you'll see um, the blooper reel from that time that we first tried to record this. And we were just both loopy. And that's actually what led to us starting this podcast. So <laughs> yeah. No more video. Yeah. It's too hard. We've come full circle. Yes. Yeah. And now we're getting loopy again. Yeah, so So. it's time to end the episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what are we talking about next week? Um, I'm trying to – we did discuss it. We did – oh, taking small steps. Yeah, I think we are going to talk about taking small steps. (laughs) We are now. (laughs) It's decided. (laughs) Um, Yeah, small steps. And um, kind of acknowledging that like even small progress is still progress, but we will dive deeper into the episode because it's def- deeper into it in the episode with was and but <laughs> when we get there, because it's not as simple as just, you know, saying that there are some nuances to that. So, okay, we're, we're going to call it here before we listen anymore and start making more fruit jokes. Oh, let me think of one. We're going bananas. (laughs) All right, we're done. Absolutely nuts. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. We're so grateful you listened to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to rate and review. Make sure you're subscribed so you know when a new episode is released. Don't forget to follow us on social for more positive inspiration. You can find me at playing underscore with underscore potential on Instagram and at playwithpotential.com. You can find me at kylie.somalia. That's K-Y-L-I-E period C-I-M-A-G-L-I-A on Instagram and at kyliesomalia.com. Talk to you soon.